The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Your hosts are Ken Roshan and Gisela Gonzalez. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. And now, here are your hosts, Ken and Gisela. Well, happy holidays. This is Ken Roshan. Gisela Gonzalez. Hey, Gisela. Long time no see. Long time to see you. Thank you for being here. <laughs> so uh, Giselle is calling from the other side of D.C., Virginia, Northern Virginia side, and we have a lot of sponsors today. We have CEO Space International, Perfect Publishing, The Networking Advocate, Mid-Atlantic Networking, Piranha Tank, Smart CEO Magazine, Swag Dog, Voodoo Hatters, and of course, our lovely Voice America that makes this all possible. So we have on the first segment, Al Granger and Doug Butchke. How are you doing? Great. Doing great, Ken. Okay, Al, I want to start with you because you are my brother from another mother. So <laughs> I have, I've been waiting all year to say that. And for having this radio show only for two months, that's a long time to wait. It sure is. So uh, thank you so much, Al, for all you've done to help create the Umbrella Syndicate and previous to this, uh, uh, a company that was almost a trial company to come up with the concept of the Umbrella Syndicate called Perfect Networker. And I, I guess ever since I was 12, when I knew my grandmother, my uncle, and a couple other uh, friends had published books, I said, you know, that's what actually makes a statement in the, in the world that you leave a legacy, that you leave something behind that uh, allows people to either learn from you or, or just know who you were when you were alive. So you have helped me with just about every single book, almost all 40 books that we've run through Perfect Publishing. And I just wanted to acknowledge you for that and, and what a difference you've made for me. But you've, you've been doing this for a lot of people. Uh, yeah, I have. So what, what made you uh, get so involved in, in the process of creating legacies and, and helping people get the book out of them? Well, actually, um, being in the printing industry, it made it pretty easy for me. Um, a lot of people used to get uh, a lot of different types of printing, and when I when I met up with you, as far as with Perfect Publishing, it uh, it opened up a new uh, area for me in printing because we didn't do a lot of books simply because we didn't have the audience or the customers that were looking for that. It was basically commercial printing. And I, I noticed that when we've been partners, most people that print books, they, they don't do a whole lot of looking at the product and making sure it's going to be perfect or giving feedback. And every single time we've run a book project uh, through you, you've had some type of uh, comment or some type of advice or even constructive criticism that really took the book to another level. 
you, you know what I'm talking about when I say some books that have been printed not by Perfect Publishing but by other printers, they don't have that look that you need to have when you want to have your book taken seriously. Well, yeah, and that's because most printing companies, they, they are just interested in the printing of the book. They, they take the view of when they get the book, it's implied that everything's okay with it. So they're just making sure that all the pages are in the correct order, the binding's correct, and, uh, you know, aesthetically. They don't really look in deep into the book and, and sometimes, you know, don't find mistakes because they're not really looking for that. And that's what sets us apart because we're, we're trying to critique the book as well as print it. Yeah, and that includes even the right file being sent to the to the printer because if you have uh, the file done by a, a graphic artist that doesn't understand the printing world, that really can change the way the book looks. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> There's certain protocols that they should be following, and if they're not really in, in the publishing business, they don't understand that. So it, it does come out to be a, not an inferior product, but not as good as it could be. So uh, what is your goal for 2016 with uh, Perfect Publishing and, and helping people with books? Well, the goal is to uh, obviously print more books for people, but there's a lot of books that we get that have a message, and I think that's the kind of books that I'm looking to get to print is where they have a personal message or a message that can help people live their lives a lot better. So... I'm on the lookout for those type of people. That's my goal is to get people that are writing books that uh, really, really have a message. You know, that last book you did uh, about a month ago with uh, Gala Bynum, uh, Don't Waste My Cancer, you did a, really a phenomenal job of not just making that book look superior, but you really took a, a hand in helping them get the marketing done, get the Amazon presence, the social media, and even help them with their event. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. We uh, we're we're kind of proud that we're we're able to help, but you know, it's it's one of those things where you, you're you're glad to help people do those things. So it's kind of a natural thing for us, but it's also something that a lot of uh, uh, book printers wouldn't be doing. Now, the reason I started with you is because I know Doug uh, wants to chime in and, and share the book that he wants to write. And so I, I guess, Doug, if you, if you want, this is a great time for you to chime in and, and share that book that's been inside you for all these years. The book that's been inside of me is Why Do I Have a Good Face for Radio and No One Invites Me Onto TV Shows. <laughs> that's beautiful. So how long have you, <laughs> how long have you been doing Mid-Atlantic Networking and, and what got you in that type of business? I was just a member for a few years back in, uh, let's say, 2012 and 13, and then the owner of the company asked me to start running some of the events for him, so I figured, well, if I'm going to stand up there and run the event, they're going to know what I do more than if I just stand up for 30 seconds and sit back down, so I said, sure, so I did that for a little while, and then he wanted to sell the company. So I found an investor, so he and I partnered up and bought the company back in 2013, and um, then I just bought him out in July of this year. So I was around it for a couple of years. I always felt like it was the best concept out there, because if I'm going to go out once a week networking my business, 
I'd rather be in four different cities within four different groups of 30 or 35 people instead of the same 15 or 20 people in the same room every single week. Now, had you been in that business before? No, I did website design and marketing for Google, so I was just a member of Mid-Atlantic Networking before I started doing any of that. Because what you've done with Mid-Atlantic Networking that I find really unique is you do thematic events, and you do them very well. You, you actually use the, the theme of today, which is strategic partners, to really help get a vision that you have uh, for an event, and then you get all these people around you to really spread the word and create all that buzz. H- how did that all come about? Uh, We took a lot of what Mid-Atlantic Networking had done for the previous 15 years, and we kind of just started doing that because we didn't know any better, and then started realizing that, you know what, we're really good at some things and we're really terrible at other things, so how can we make some of these things better? And then I spoke to people like Al Granger and people like you and just got ideas of what type of events would work well. And for the big expo-type events, we've gotten pretty good at them, and we're going to do more of them in 2016 than we have in the past. And I think what's happened is we've tailored them to some type of specific purpose. We've attached something other than just another business expo where people come out and feel like they have an exhibitor booth and everybody coming by them is trying to sell them something across their table that they paid for, and that's not what we're trying to set up. So we put uh, something in there that attracts people to come out to try the crab cakes, to try the pizza samples, to have the beer. We put other things in there to attract people to come out. And while they're out there, oh, wow, let's go visit these booths and what can we buy and what can we learn about. So it's not people just coming to sell stuff. It's people coming to actually buy stuff. So it's um, kind of changed um, the format of in which uh, the way we do it. So it's worked out really well. The last one we did, so we're just going to say, okay, we've kind of figured out this formula, so now we're going to duplicate that and do that three times a year instead of once. Yeah, the, the Crab Cake Challenge is definitely a favorite. And I should mention, since this is a national show, anyone that is in the Virginia, D.C., Maryland area, you really need to look up Mid-Atlantic Networking. And I'll segue over to Al Granger, who has the Networking Advocate, and that's where you can find out all the events that are happening. So you guys are working together on an event that's coming up in January very soon. Can you tell us about it? Yeah, this is going to be the second time we've done this. I actually got the idea a little over a year ago. I was going to a Toys for Tots event, and I didn't have a toy, so I went to a store, and I found a little $10 toy for a boy, and I was like, well, that's kind of cheesy. Let me get something else. So I got another $10 toy. So I got one for a boy, one for a girl, took it to the event, and on the way there, I knew we had a party planned for three weeks later. It's like, why didn't I think of this? I have this big platform. I have all these members. Why didn't I think about doing some kind of Toys for Tots and helping out? We, we have the ability to do it. Again, learning on the fly on how to make things better. So I realized our party was the first week of January, kind of after Christmas, no need to do a toy thing. So we did a local coat drive. So I hooked up with a ARC of Central Maryland, and they, um, we collected a bunch of coats, almost 100 coats, and we got them to ARC, and they put them out to local families that needed coats and didn't have money to buy coats. So we felt like, okay, well, that's a good cause to get behind, so that's what we're going to do, and we'll just do that every year. 
So instead of getting on board with another company that's doing Christmas parties or coat drives, we do a kickoff party. So the 2016 kickoff party and coat drive is next week, Thursday, January 7th. It's 5.30 to 9.30. It's in Glen Burnie, Maryland. It's at a place called Michael's 8th Avenue where they do weddings and big events. So it's uh, dinner is included, beer, wine, sodas, coffee, tea. We have a casino night going on. We have a DJ there. We have uh, a fancy interactive open-air photo booth for people to have fun. And tickets are fairly inexpensive, $45 if you don't bring a coat, $35 if you bring a new or lightly, gently used coat to donate to the cause. And then so we knock $10 off of that and make the tickets $35. So it's just a four-hour party. There will be people just uh, having fun, playing the games, networking. We'll have door prizes. I have people calling me uh, every week, giving me door prizes for the event. So it's just going to be a big, fun event, no trade show kind of thing, no exhibitors, nothing like that. Just basically, hey, it's a new year. Let's come out and, and have fun and focus on new goals for the new year. And, and what's your goal for how many coats? Uh, well, last year we had almost 100, so this year we have to get at least over 100 to um, keep progressing. So I'd say my goal is more than 100. Okay, and, and how important has uh, a strategic partnership been with Al Granger and, and other people? Just you can name anybody else you're uh, utilizing that makes a difference for you. Yeah, very, very good. Um, alliances with yourself and with Al and with Lowell Sheets, with Baltimore Networking. I'm sure there's a few other people out there that we uh, partner up with from time to time, but I'm kind of a big believer in none of us are as smart as all of us, so we can all benefit from our own individual experiences, and we all bring different things to the table. So I'm not one of these people that says, oh, no, this is my idea. We're going to do this, and you go do your own thing. You're a competitor of mine. It doesn't make any sense because we can all work together, and everybody benefits. We grow. You grow. Al grows. Lowell grows. Everyone can grow through everyone's experiences. And, um, you know, I've, I've had a lot of success over the last year um, embracing that process, and I know um, you're one of the first people I – partnered up with a couple of years ago, and um, I'm very happy about that. And same with Al. You know, he and I just really met two and a half years ago. Now we talk a couple times a week, so we're like good friends now. I don't talk about him and miss him as much as Gisela, but I do <laughs> talk to him a couple times a week. Well, you know, uh, strategic partnerships are really like um, a campaign, and they're also like third-party endorsements. If, if you're telling everyone how great your event is, Everyone's going to expect that, but if Al Granger puts it on Networking Advocate and we say we're really proud to be associated with it, Lowell is doing that, it's not just that you're reaching different uh, crowds or different tribes. You're actually overlaying the message and, the, and it happening over and over again causes that buzz of this is the place you want to be. And Correct. What, I, what I want to do uh, next year, uh, which is only in a couple of days, is I want us to really take the digital flyer uh, that that shows everything about why that event is so compelling, why it makes a difference in the community with the coats, and have the partners all really push that out in a social uh, way as much as they're doing it in an email way. Yep. So, Al Granger, I wanted to 
bring you in because the networking advocates where so many people go to find out what they're, how they're going to spend their time, what they're going to uh, prioritize in their week to make sure they're, they're networking. And I have to say you're, you're a champion not just at having the right information, uh, easy-to-use calendar, but you are a professional networker and that you really do care about creating relationships and getting value to the people that come to events when you talk with them. So how did you come up with that idea? Well, actually, uh, about eight years ago, I decided I was going to start doing a weekly email for my, um, my other business, which is printing. And I didn't think there was too many great things I could put in a, a, a monthly or a weekly or even bi-weekly newsletter. One thing that I was doing then was a lot of networking, and it literally would take me an hour, hour and a half just to try to find some halfway decent networking events to go to. So I decided I would just go ahead and post networking events in my weekly email and um, had to come up with a name for it. So networking advocate sounded uh, about as good as anything I could think about. And that's basically what started. I had about eight events on that newsletter when I first started. And, uh, I had to actually develop a website about four years in because it got to the point where the newsletter, you would have to scroll down for almost a minute to get to the end of it, and it was just getting to be too long. So I decided to go ahead and launch the website, and that's when it really took off. And how many events events are you putting up now? How many events are you putting up a week now? Uh, It's... Anywhere from 20 to 50, uh, it, it varies. Sometimes I get 60 events a, a, a week. Sometimes, now, this time of the year, there's not, you know, there's not many people having events at this particular time, but they are coming in for January and February right now. But as soon as we get past the holidays, I'd say we post about 25, 25 events a week. So with, Which, uh, uh, some, if someone has a big event, they should. how do they get that event to you? Well, the easiest way is to send, send us uh, an email to events at networkingadvocate.com. And they need to send us a live link. And that could be a live link to uh, Eventbrite page, or it could be an event page on Facebook, or even a splash page on their website. But we, we ask for that so that we copy and paste the exact information that they're putting out so that we don't miss anything. And it well, makes it a lot easier for us. And then we put a link to wherever you go to register or buy tickets. And we also fantastic. have a link to their website as well. Well, we're getting down to 30 seconds. So, Doug, can you please tell people how they can reach you and how they can get into a networking group? Yep, midatlanticnetworking.com. We'll uh, show you where all of our events are. We have 15 to 20 events a month throughout the Mid-Atlantic region. And uh, if you'd like to learn about the kickoff party, you can go to 2016kickoffparty.com. All right, and Gisela, I know that you've been uh, more than polite because I had so many questions for the first segment. You're going to be helping a lot with uh, Gork entering for the second segment. But if you wanted to just uh, share live on the air how much you miss... Al Granger, you're certainly welcome to do so now. <laughs> it was actually a, a very interesting uh, uh, segment with, with so many events and how these partnerships 
Alliance Partnership have worked so well. I, I was actually listening and thinking, this is such a gift to the listeners right now because they will see how precious it is for us to actually work in collaboration and, and make each other's uh, partnership very stronger than ever. That's, that's a, a goal for 2016. Thank you guys for um, you know, being in this segment and be so powerful. And we're going to have you on... We're going to have you on uh, regularly probably once a month to bring people up to date on what's happening in the DMV area. But I think a lot of people in the rest of the United States are really jealous that they do not have the networking advocate in their area. So if you want to have the networking advocate in your area, please send us a message and we will connect you with Al. So that's the end of the first segment. We'll see you in a couple minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. How is your work-life balance? In most businesses, no matter where you are positioned, there is always room for improvement. If you're an executive, learn insight about your business. Are you an employee? Learn how to better work with your team. Even if you're not in business, you can learn where your strengths and weaknesses can be played to their best potential. The Work-Life Balance with host Rick Morris can be heard live every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. All right, this is the second segment, and we are with Gore Bolton, uh, inventor of the internet, so we are so excited to have him aboard. <laughs> oh, shoot, okay. <laughs> so, you um, invented him, Ken. You got that wrong. <laughs> so, Gore, I- I'm so excited that you're on the program. We've been friends for quite some time, and we, uh, we had a mutual friend, Mike Chasman, who introduced us because we had done some work, uh, the same kind of work to to really uh, make us more powerful in our communication, more powerful in our relationships, and that was uh, Landmark Education. So we really felt a lot safer about having a clean, uh, transparent, integrity-type business relationship. And we've known each other for about three years, and I, I know that if I don't say this, I'll regret it later. So you are my nickel, and I mean that. <laughs> Careful. It, it's uh, absolutely you are my nickel, and uh, everybody can find out what that means. Uh, well, I'm just going to I'm just going to tell them when you call someone your nickel, you're saying they're your top five people. Uh, a nickel represents five pennies, and it's not that uh, that's the value. It's just that that's uh, the representation that you are the sum of uh, the average of the five people. And so you've really made my life a lot better. And, and uh, you've you've just recently in the last month or two connected me to someone I 
really always wanted to be connected with, and that was Smart CEO Magazine, and they do some of the best events in the DMV area, so I wanted to acknowledge you for the powerful connections you've made for the Umbrella Syndicate, and of course, I can't wait to talk about the meeting we had this morning at the Tower Club. Yeah, so, yeah. I think the best thing Mike Chasman probably has done was introduce the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I know that Gisela has uh, a, a few questions she wants to ask, but I'd like to start off by just asking this concept, Piranha Tank. Uh, you had my attention when you called me about a year ago uh, about this, and you, you, you kind of laid out how unique this was. And what I love about the way you think, you have lots of businesses, but the way you, you think is you look at the unique selling proposition. How can you be different in about three ways so that people say, wow, if one of them doesn't click, the other two will? Or the, and so why don't you tell the, the audience how you came up with this idea and, and what makes it so different? Yeah, this, this, so thanks, uh, uh, Ken and Giselle. Thanks for having me on the show. Um, I think the first thing is, is, is the old adage of trying to solve a problem you're having yourself. And uh, as an entrepreneur for dozens of years now, uh, I was sitting around with some friends last summer, and we were watching a, a pretty popular investment show with uh, other bigger fish in the ocean uh, that I will refer to it as. And we literally said, you know, we've been on all sides of this coin. We've been the person asking for money. We've been the investor. We've been the person trying to exit. We've been the person in the audience going, oh, no, don't do that deal. Um, And we really just finally said, you know, we think more people could do this, and we could do it for a bigger reason. And the bigger reason is instead of just trying to sell tchotchke items on, um, you know, QVC or Home Shopping Network or something like that, how about if we take the power of media and mission and marry the two together and be able to say, hey, we don't want to just talk about the triple bottom line like everybody does in sustainability. We want to really talk about how does investment drive that forward? Uh, how do we bring nonprofits and for-profits together to what we call the piranha bottom line, which is uh, profiting the people and the planet instead of either one taking over the other? Okay, and how, how important has strategic alliances or strategic partnerships been? Because I, rem- I remember when you first started this, you looked at uh, what you were missing and how you are going to fill the gaps. Yeah, so I, I, think, I think it's uh, strategic relationships to me are essential. And if you're going to exponentially grow something, you can't build a factory overnight. You can't build a sales team overnight. You can't, there's a lot of things that you just... As a business owner, you learn, you try and in-house things, you try and hire people, you try and become the master of it. And at the end of the day, you realize you need to know about that, but you really need to partner with experts in that field that know what they're doing uh, because it's a lot less time to market in order to get results. So it's your first, uh, 2015 was your first year, correct? Yeah, so we launched, well, we actually launched, uh, we had a, a beta test in October, uh, we had a hackathon, kind of a, a buzz event, uh, brainstorm session, if you will, in October, and then our first pitch event, uh, a live Piranha Tank event, was in January of this year. Okay, and what do you, uh, what would you say the difference is going to be between 2015 and 2016? Well, I think it's, um, you know, it's hard to ask people to do business with you when you're proofing out a local concept. And so I think that's where the, the, the partnerships come in. You know, employees uh, have needs on a regular basis. 
doing business with partners and strategic partners, you know, those are businesses that can take a little bit more of a calculated risk and can take a little bit more time in order to actually help grow something. Um, I kind of call a, a good strategic partnership is something that you, is kind of like dating. You know, you kind of date for a little while, figure out whether you can get along, and then you decide whether you want to go to the next step. Um, and an employee relationship, you know, that, that person needs a job because they have bills to pay that month. And that's, that's perfectly fine when that's appropriate. As you're scaling something that goes from, you know, potentially $0 in revenue to a million to $5 million to $10 million or something like that, you're going to need very different relationships in order to carry, carry you through that curve. Well, and I'm actually... Perfect. So, well, so in my mind, strategic partnerships are the only way to kind of deal with that hockey stick growth. Right, that, that's perfect. So um, I, it's very interesting to uh, be part of, of these um, new project, and it, it, it's a project that for me obviously is new, but for you uh, being a, a leader as you are, what would be, you know, what, what would, you, would you like to leave with the audience that, that it wants to become a piranha, the audience that actually need funding or the audience that's really just wanted to participate in somehow and give some way to these new projects that, that's for me and it, a long-time long investment for you. Sure. So the fun thing for the Piranha investors, and I am one, and, and we are always on the hunt for more uh, uh, nationwide in the, in the major markets that we're opening up in, um, and we'll be, we'll be headed up and down the East Coast in 2016, so we're really excited about that. So to people who, you know, I, I tell people if you've read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and they teach you how to transition from being an entrepreneur to an investor, my big conversation with people is, who are you going to do that with? You know, there's lots of, um, there's lots of ways to find out how to be an entrepreneur. Uh, there's lots of resources and how to run your own business. But once you graduate to the level of the investor mentality, how do you do that in a group of people, and how do you uh, sustain that and brand yourself? You know, a lot of small businesses have a hard time. You know, they're very successful, small, small medium-sized business, and they'd like to start thinking about how to think and do more like an investor. Well, what better way than being a piranha in the community of other piranhas? So we're looking for people that want to brand themselves as a piranha, um, who probably uh, might not be at the stage of, a, of some of the national TV shows, in this topic, uh, but certainly can make a big impact uh, locally and regionally. Um, the second group of people is always those that are looking for money, uh, the entrepreneurs that are trying to raise money that are kind of what we call in the investment community running the circuit. Uh, they're running from uh, angel groups or two angel groups, might be running from a, a few, um, or they're running to venture capital firms with their pitch deck and looking for money for their idea or their business expansion. I think the big difference for us is we really want to make it local. We want to make it uh, a live studio audience because we involve the crowd. And so our show is live. It's webcast live. Uh, we repurpose some of the video afterwards. Um, but we make it really interesting where the person has 30 minutes to convince us on stage why we should give them money and negotiate. Uh, and then we also gamify it and we ask the audience. So if we're in the middle of negotiations with somebody, the piranhas can actually stop and, and poll the audience as to whether they think this is a good deal or not. Uh, every time that has happened, it has led to an interesting result where the entrepreneur gets a real check on their valuation. And then the third thing is we have an overtime. So we have uh, two-minute overtime. 
that uh, Piranha can invoke if uh, negotiations go to the 30 minutes, and we'd like to uh, hit the clock to negotiate for another two minutes. Um, so we do some fun things along the way to make it uh, interesting for the audience, but then also provide instant feedback to the entrepreneur. I have something that had never happened in this radio show before, and I'm glad it did. I have Maria on a text message. Maria, and she didn't laugh to her last name, asking, how can I be a piranha? This is our first. Gord, piranha tank, it is going to be something huge. I can't believe it. It's live, and she's asking, how can I be a piranha? Right, yeah, it's, so it's a lot of fun. Uh, all she needs to do is right on our website on piranhatank.com. There's a special page for Be a Piranha uh, and join our community. Uh, basically, there's a little info form where they give their name and email, and that will come straight to us, and then we'll be able to, to uh, swim back, circle back, if you will, and, uh, and catch up to be able to determine, uh, you know, it's an obligation, uh, and it's a commitment. Uh, it's a commitment to change the world financially. Uh, so we're looking for people that are really up to that kind of a game. Okay, I got, it. I got her last name is Maria Turner. Thank you, Maria, for listening, and yeah, I hope Maria. to answer your question. Yeah. If you need anything, please go to the website. Uh, would you please repeat the website for people that might, you know, be turning in right now and sure. uh, so have them go in uh, there, please? Yep, it's piranatank.com, and piranha, everybody always has fun spelling that. It's uh, P-I-R-A-N-H-A-T-A-N-K.com, piranatank.com. Perfect. What, who would be the perfect investor for these, um, these type of, of events or um, sponsors or whatever you wanted to call? You, you sure. have the money on the table. You don't know where to put it. What would we offer to them? What, what would be something that would say, yes, I want you to participate. You have the money in there. You wanted us to do something incredible with. Who would be the perfect investor for these? Sure. So, so first and foremost, um, there's lots of ways people can be a piranha. Uh, obviously, we need people who have business experience. Uh, they've made enough money to now think about diversifying their investments. Most of our piranhas will have uh, either done an exit or they've got a substantial enough of a business to where they have operating businesses that then they can also now start thinking about investing and spreading some of their bandwidth to other companies. Um, and it's really that what I would call the graduation level of being able to be on a board, be an investor, be actively engaged with um, other companies that you invest in. And it's really kind of the next level, what we talked about earlier as far as strategic partnerships. It's really kind of, kind of monetizing the equity side of a strategic partnership where you have the ability to really influence the growth of a business um, but then also uh, benefit from that as an investor. Um, a, a great piranha investor is a business person who wants to transition from not only being a business owner, but an overall investor. And by partnering with other investors at times, or sometimes going it alone, um, they can make deals to grow their investment portfolio. And so we uh, work with them and, and partner with them as appropriate uh, to brand them as you know, going from a successful business owner and entrepreneur to now being an investor out there on the circuit looking for deals. Perfect. We have we have an extensive uh, uh, team behind Piranha Tank, and uh, don't feel that you we're not approachable. If you can find the website, you can look for Umbrella Syndicate. You can look for the Amplified Radio Show. You can look for Gisela. Most of you have my phone number. You can text me, so we will be able to help you get through the doors. Uh, however, you feel like participating on these 
um, Gore would have to share with us a little bit of, um, you know, how he become the person he is and what, what is his first investment and why he invests before on, on that first investment. I, I, I love the way he, he put these together today because uh, it just shows you that you can be an investor. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to spend your money on us. We're, we're there. Can you explain to them um, how they can be an investor even if they feel like they, they don't have what it takes? Yeah, so what I like to call that the magic within um, and the investor within. What, what most people don't realize is they're, con- they're in control of their own investment, which is their own time and energy. Uh, by being in control of that, um, they can then determine, A, where to spend their time and where to spend their resources, um, and then how to advance themselves kind of up, the, uh, up the capitalistic food chain, if you will, uh, along that journey. And so people who have figured out how to do something and sell it and make money, um, now how do you make that investable? And so a lot of times you have to ask yourself, would I invest in this myself? And um, that's one of the things we talk to a lot of entrepreneurs about, and we even go through internally, is when we're asking other people for money, there's really, in my mind, one of the only reasons to ask other people for money to grow a business is that the growth opportunity exceeds your capability to finance it. And, uh, or it's too much risk where, you know, you don't want to have all your eggs in one basket. And most small business owners and entrepreneurs, they have, you know, they own 100% or a substantial portion of one business, and that's where all their time goes. What we really start to talk about is how small businesses diversify in order to, in order to grow themselves um, over time. Well, I actually wanted to divert a question to Gisela because she's been looking at business opportunities and restructuring businesses for uh, quite some time, and she really took a liking to this particular opportunity. So what was it about this opportunity and the strategic partnership that had you say yes to us moving forward with it? It's actually a, it's a very powerful move when you, uh, you know, have so much experience in business and you can actually sit down with the person right across you and be able to really lay out what is your business about and that person is able to understand. I got to say that Gore is one of, um, you know, a few people that I can actually sit across the table and have a powerful um, conversation about business and he will understand exactly what I'm coming from because it's, it's the way he conducts business, it's, it's really, it, it's a brilliant way to conduct business. He does know his game. And he, he, he always knows what to say, when to say. So the opportunity of, you know, be part of something this big, it, it's actually a gift to me. So I, I would like to invite, you know, after building and rebuilding so many businesses, I would like to invite everybody out there to reach out to us. And, and, and if you don't know, you will get to know. We will show you how. We will coach you. We'll walk side by side with you to become the person you want it to be. There's no limitations out there. And, and partner with Gore, it's, to me, it's something that it, it just shows that I'm walking where I'm supposed to. It's, it's, it, he, he becomes not just, you know, a partner, but a friend, also a mentor in, in, in certain levels. Like he said, there are certain things that I don't know, and he does know. So there's, there's no scarcity partner with the Piranha Tank for many, many reasons. And, and that is, and again, the money, the money is always speaking about, you know, changing the world. You can't change the world without make money. And 
partner with powerful people. That's how you make money. All right, Gore, you know, our segment goes by so quick, but the idea that Gisela had earlier today was that you're going to be a regular on our show because I think the integration of showing people how to be more abundant and how your show shows that is one aspect, but then you had told us this morning that you had a vision of writing a book. If you could just tell the title of the book and just the premise, and then we have to exit right out to this. <laughs> yeah, so the, uh, the working title is Spawning Piranhas, uh, and so the idea is to be able to... Uh, you know, create investment opportunities that will change the future of the world, um, one investment at a time. Thank you. And uh, I love the, the first part of the book, which is invest in yourself so you can actually understand what investing is. So, Gore, thank you so much for being on Amplified. You've been Amplified, my nickel. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Happy both. New Year. Yes, you too. Thank you. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. If you want to learn how to be a better leader, increase your level of business performance, and motivate your team and organization more effectively, listen for Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. Luis Vicente and his guests will share their expertise and enthusiasm in helping you to succeed. It's combining that drive with business skills that will do just that. Tune in live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at UmbrellaSyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Wow, these segments go by too quickly. So our uh, final guest is Tom Jones. What a name. I mean, he first had a music career, and then he freaking goes and does it again by creating one of the best branding uh, apparel companies on this side of the United States. So, Tom, first of all, what was it like to be, I mean, the super pop star that you were in the 60s and right. 70s? I'm, one of my favorite songs, It's Not Unusual, phenomenal song. Exactly. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I came to fruition in you know, the, the late 60s, early 70s, um, you know, while my singing career was, you know, on top of its game. And then I had to find something else to do with uh, with my time, so I decided, you know, to start selling uh, custom T-shirts, uh, embroidered apparel, and promotional products. I have to say, when I picked up uh, 
the first lineup of, of the Ticket to Greatness shirts and the Amplified, you did our Amplified shirts, I felt, I, a, I felt a little guilty that I didn't come with uh, a dozen roses for you because I know you're so used to having roses thrown up on the, on the stage after you complete your show. We are. Also, you know, other uh, garments that we don't want to talk about on such a uh, professional business show. Well, how'd you come up with the name Swag Dog? Well, um, we were a uh, we were a company called Thunder Creek for a number of years, um, and Swag Dog just happened to be a small part of our um, of our business, Thunder Creek. And um, we realized Thunder Creek really wasn't it didn't have that that catch that name that that really you know kind of explained what we do. Um, so uh, we we thought you know what better way than uh, you know mix swag in with something that sounds cool and I don't know there you go dog sounded good with swag and that was it um, nothing less nothing more but again it it um, it more has to do about you know seeing what we're about what we do we we provide swag yeah and so you are the one who actually started that slang term is that correct um, I would swag. love to say I was but no no I, I'm not. Um, uh, the, the word swag is, you know, it's it's a it's a recent term, but um, it's uh, it's something we've uh, we've gravitated towards, and and um, you know there there's nothing more than you can do better for your for your your company or your 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 business is to brand it, and and you know branding and 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 the word swag kind of encompasses all of that. You know, I, you've never been to our studio here in uh, at BWI Airport, but. Are, I'm surrounded by swag dog paraphernalia, um, uh, promotional items. Uh, obviously, uh, the the bags that you give of all the samples. We we have them all laid out here, and we like to do photo shoots here because people love your product. They like the the fact that you have high quality garments and that you really care about having the right look. So, for people that are starting 2016, they don't have, you know, the a look that's going to bang the marketplace. What, what would be your advice? Well, and, and that's awesome, and thank you for the compliment. I mean, um, we practice what we preach. I mean, the, the, the point of branding and getting your logo out on just about anything you can is extremely important. Um, you know, whether it's, uh, a, you know, you're going to a, a meeting and you have a, you know, a nice leather portfolio with a pen with your logo on it. I mean, things that are just going to be usable and, um, and aren't going to just fall in someone's uh, uh, drawer. It's something that's going to be useful. Um, but again, it's it's going to represent the company that you know you you, you are, and um, and and the quality of company that you are. Yeah, because uh, when you are handing a business card to someone and the business cards got mistakes on it, you're really making a statement about either one you don't care or you're not professional enough or you can't afford to have the right look. And I when I came to you, I said, hey, the first thing I need to let you know is when we come up with a design, we put a lot of money in the design, we put a lot of time in the design, and we want a garment that people aren't going to throw away after one wear because it's tacky or it doesn't feel good. And I have to tell you, everyone loves the shirts that you have sponsored at some of the events. You uh, are affiliated with some of the top names, like I've, the Ravens, right? You do events yeah, that have we've Ravens. We've done some stuff for the Ravens. Um, uh, we, you know, I don't want to give away all my, my trade secrets of all of my, my um, clients, but um, a lot of radio stations, um, uh, nonprofits, uh, you name it, we are involved with every every genre. So, uh, but but it you know, a lot of people go with the path path of least resistance, where you know they they want you know the cheapest type shirt, you know a one color imprint, and like you said, it doesn't promote your company well. We like to put it on you know the best fabric we can find, um, be a little different with our uh, with our printing techniques, 
um, and 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 represent you know and ourselves as something you know that's a lot different than our competitors. So, what's something that someone can do a lot different that would make a statement? Um, you know what? Like I said, it, it, it's real easy to um, just buy a white T-shirt and put a one-color imprint on it and say, "Here, I'm branded." Um, getting a, a shirt that you know, you know that person, you know, when, when they go into their drawer, that's the first garment they're going to pick up because it's it's a nice fabric. Um, that's really important to us. Even you know the shirts that we give away, that's that's what we do. Um, we want you know again, we don't want it sitting in the back of. Your, your your drawer. We want that to be the first garment you pick up. And and the more often you wear a shirt that with, with swag dog on it, the more um, you know, uh, the the more branding we get. So um, to me, that that's the first and foremost. You know, you, you don't always have to you know go with the the, the cheapest item. Um, it sometimes you have to you, you get what you pay for. So well, um, well. I'm, I was going to say, we checked around uh, the industry to find who the best person was that cared about quality, was making a statement, and certainly your vehicle by itself makes a statement, but when we met you and we saw the, the, the high-quality uniform you wear representing Swag Dog and, and the matching hat, I knew that you did preach, uh, you followed with what you preached, and it's so important that if you go to a networking event that you're subliminally letting people know your brand is who your identity is. No, no doubt about it. Um, we are involved with a um, networking group that meets once a month, and it's it's you know it's the main decision makers in in all realms of business, and um, the you know the amount of of um, no exposure we get from having that the swag mobile I like to call it um, is just incredible. And like I said, it's it's again it's just it's branding, it's just reputation, and. Um, it, uh, you know, you, I don't think you can brand too much. Well, I know that yeah, some... Yeah, well, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm so sorry. No, go ahead, Giselle. So, uh, so what, I, what I like to say is, like, I was in the medical field for seven years, and um, the, the, one of the big mistakes that I've seen, and, you know, what, you have so much money to spend in, in, in certain things, and the last thing that you spend is in your garment. Your garment is something that you're going to carry all day. So I, I would love for you to, you know, speak to these doctors out there who they do have the money to spend. Why not spend on something that you wear all day? Your staff, you know, the hospitals, the garment is the most important thing in the presence. And because you have this amazing presence with your garment, I would love for you to, uh, you know, speak to them and, and, and tell them how important the uniforms, the garment and everything would be to, to have a sequency, perhaps in a hospital or in a corporation where you have like you know ten doctors and they they're branding, uh, you know sometimes they spend money in a magazine or in an ad here and there. How important it would be to spend money uh, on on things that the patients can take with their branding, with their name, and things that they will actually wear. Things that they will say, oh my gosh, I got this T-shirt at the doctor's office today, and nobody does this. Would you be able to, to say something to them that they, they would say, yes, that makes some, a lot of sense? Sure, no, no doubt about it. I mean, we, we all spend, you know, a, a ton of money, you know, developing our brand, our logo, um, and then all of a sudden, you know, then you're, you're trying to think of, the, you know, the least expensive way to get it out there, and you're doing yourself a disservice, um, you know, by going to, you know, in the in, – uh, the idea of a doctor's office, you know, there's a, a million different 
uh, companies that make scrubs. But, um, you know, we like to deal with the Cherokees and the Dickies of, of the scrub world because um, we want to be able to put your, uh, your logo on a, on a um, product that, that deserves that quality. Um, so that's very important. Um, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. There is always a budget, you know, for any, uh, you know, any idea that comes up, any kind of um, promotion. Um, so we can work within any budget. But um, you know, I, I always say you, you got to you, you kind of get what you you know what you pay for, and um, I, I think it's really important. It says a lot about your company um, with the kind of product that you're putting your logo on. So it's 2016. More like a business card because go, go ahead. I'm so sorry. It, it's more like a business card for any any corporation, any small business, or any anybody that's out there. If you do want it to show your brand, spend money on it. Get your garment straight up. It, with the Umbrella Syndicate, perhaps, we take pride in wearing your garment because everywhere we go, people will ask us, oh, my gosh, this is such a good quality. Nobody will ever close the doors on us with that you know, particular garment because it's something so special and it's so well done. And, and again, it's like you said, it's not one you know, color on, on a T-shirt. It, it's, it, it becomes... A, a brand, it becomes a, yourself, it becomes, you know, it, it, we have the um, uh, Amplified uh, T-shirt, which we take everywhere, we take nationally, internationally, the T-shirt, we send out to people, and every single time, people will say to us, I love the fabric, I love how the logo is laid out, I, I love the colors, I love uh, everything about it, and that's when we say Swag Dog. Um, out there, I want to just say to everybody, if you do need anything that it's amazing, you will talk to our sponsor, Swag Dog. Can you please give the information so these people that's listening to us out there can uh, contact you immediately? Sure, no problem. Well, um, you can always go to our website, um, www.swagdog.com. Um, it, you know... We offer over 500,000 different items that we can put a logo on. So we, we do do the in-house screen printing. We do in-house embroidery. And then we have this huge database of promotional products that we can put logos on. Um, so sometimes if you go to the website, it might be a little cumbersome, a little overwhelming. Um, really the best way to, to, to kind of get it going and let us, let us work with you um, is to just contact me directly. Uh, my direct line at, uh, at, my, at my desk is 443 573-5240, or you can email me. It's simple. It's Tom, T-O-M, at swagdog.com. That's spelled S-W-A-G as in girl, D-O-G. Um, I'd love to talk to you. You, you will get me. Um, and, uh, you know, that, that's it. I would just love the opportunity to show you what we can do, show you what our, our customer service is all about. Um, one of our competitive advantages is that we do the, the screen printing and the embroidery in-house. So if you have an event coming up in two days, we'll find a way to make it happen. I would love it if you'd uh, screen print a turtleneck sweater with uh, your contact information so I can just wear that around every other day. We can certainly do that. <laughs> you, you tell me what color. <laughs> so uh, we got, uh, we're getting down to the last couple minutes. So one of the things I really would love for you to do for the audience is Share three things that you would recommend doing in 2016, obviously, as this year is starting, that would really make a statement uh, that you would do if, uh, for your business. Well, um, you know, it's, you know, a lot of people, again, like to go with the path of least resistance. You know, and instead of getting, you know, creative, they'll, they'll, you know, 
they'll go buy a pen. Well, everybody has a pen. Um, it's what you need to do is contact me. Let me show you some great ideas that are different, that are outside of the box, like I said, that people are going to hold on to, people are going to use. It doesn't do your brand any good to, uh, again, be sitting in the back of someone's you know, closet or, or drawer at work. It needs to be something functional. Um, and you know, I, I, have, I have 18 years of experience at this. I can find you whatever it is you're looking for. I can give you ideas. Um, all I need is a chance to, you know, uh, spend some time, listen to what, kind of what direction you're looking to go to, look what type of budget you're into, uh, what type of um, volume, y- you know, you need, and um, I can make it happen and, and, and get, the, get the biggest bang out of your buck with your brand, which ultimately that's, that's the most important part. Well, since we're getting down the wire, here's what I'm going to ask you to do, Tom. Really important. I want to get three like wowzer samples on the Amplified Radio Show that we'll share uh, with the public because I've been to your place and I've seen the type of shirts and garments and uh, other apparel ideas that you have. And I'm like, I want the Umbrella Syndicate on that. That is amazing. You got such cool quality uh, stuff I've never seen in the marketplace. So I would love to see some examples of that. Yeah, and, and, you know, uh, in, in addition to the apparel or the wearables, I mean, there's just so much you can do. Um, USB drives are very big, pad folios, um, wireless speakers. I mean, I, I remember when I first kind of got into the business and, um, and I was just looking around at the different items that can be branded, um, a George Foreman grill came up, and I was like, what, where am I at? You know, what, what is going on that you can put your company logo on a George Foreman grill? And it's only gotten, you know, in the last 18 years that I've been in it, it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. So, um, yeah, I would love the opportunity to, you know, send you over some samples, and, um, and maybe we can, you know, once every month or so, um, you know, come up with some good ideas that, you know, can help people, you know, take their brand to the next level. And we want everyone to feel like they got swag, that's for sure. So, Tom, thank you so much for being on Amplified. Swag Dog is such an amazing part of what we're doing next year to make a statement about how you can feel powerful in, in great uniforms and great products. So thank you for everything you do, Tom. Ken and Giselle, I certainly appreciate the partnership. And um, moving forward, looking, looking forward to working with you guys all year and, uh, and taking your brand to the next level. Cool. Well, Happy thank New so Year, much. and we'll see you soon. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplify. Be sure to join Ken Roshan and Gisela Gonzalez again next Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, go get your message heard.